You're listening to DJ Malterna. I'm the Queen of Wands, and I am speaking with the one and only uh, legendary DJ, producer, hip-hop, uh, turntablist, DJ Swamp. How are you? Thank you for um, doing this interview with me. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that um, you're going to be coming to Hawaii. Uh, again. Right on, right, right on. Right. Yeah, uh, looking forward. Yeah, looking you know, forward to it. You know, the, the last time you were here, I wanted to, I wanted to meet you. Um, I know, how many times have you been to Hawaii? I know this is not your first time or your second time. Um, if you count all the islands, like Maui and everything, this might be like my 16th time. I'm not sure. I got to add it up. It, oh, wow. I lost track after like 10 or something. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. That's I've been coming time. for like, yeah, I've been coming for like 20 years. My first time was in 1999, so, well, 21 years now, I guess. Oh, so, you, and you've been playing like different venues, right? So you must have like been through, I mean, next, I, I know you played at Next Door, and then you're playing this coming Saturday here at the Downbeat Lounge, 42 yeah. North Hotel Street, and... Uh, yeah, the first time I came with Beck, and we played The Shell. Oh, wow, really? Oh, my gosh. So yeah, that, uh, first, first day ever in Hawaii. First day ever in Hawaii, played the show. So, and uh, that, was, that was cool. So, um, I, I, I know you've worked with so many different, different artists and musicians. You've you worked with, uh, with uh, Kid Rock, Ben Folds, Vanilla Ice, Ministry, uh, mm-hmm. Chris, Crystal Method, and, of course, um, uh, what's his name? Jack Dangers of Meet, uh, Meet Beat Manifesto, right? I think is that right? Yep. Yep. And 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 of course you you worked with uh, with Beck. And how and how many years was that? With with Beck? I did that for four years. Oh. Yeah, like in the nineties, like at the peak of his career, like when he was winning all the awards, and we went on the Grammy Awards, and Saturday Night Live, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, oh, TV awesome. Awards, American Music Awards, the whole the whole the whole uh, the whole the whole thing. <laughs> So, how, toured the world, went to Japan with him a whole bunch of times, went to Hawaii, went all over Europe, yeah. all over Canada, all over the U.S. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like I was on tour with that dude like nonstop for like, I mean, awesome. I mean, it was, we'd get some breaks here and there, but pretty much it just kept going for like four years. Do you mind talking about that? How did that happen? How did you get connected to Beck and how did that whole thing just... Well, I won this contest the uh, DMC, uh, the USA Championship yes. in 1996, and uh, that kind of like got my name out there. And but at the same time, that it ain't that ain't enough. Just you know, sit back like, okay, I won the contest. Phone's gonna ring any day. I was like copying uh, back then, you know, VHS tapes or whatever mm-hmm. of the contest and sending them out to anybody who I, you know. Uh, thought might, you know, want me or whatever. And, you know, it's like, uh, I had sent them to his producers, managers, A&R, publicists. Uh, and then at the same time, he was in town for a show and, uh, went there, uh, didn't get to meet him, but I got to give it to his manager or his, uh, tour manager. And, uh, they, I guess they watched it on the bus. Uh, it didn't call me right away or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it was funny because uh, maybe like two two or three months later, I was DJing a show in Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought a copy of Spin Magazine to me. 
and wanted me to sign it. I was like, why? What, what, why do you want me to sign Spin Magazine? Mm-hmm. They were like, Beck mentioned you in it. I was like, what? And then I like read the article, mm-hmm. and uh, it said something about uh, Beck uh, watching the, the VHS tape on his tour bus, like the, 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 pe- the person interviewing him was. He was like, yeah, I'm probably going to do something with this guy. I was like, what? And then maybe yeah. like two weeks later, I came home, and there was a voice message from Beck uh, saying he wanted to fly me out to LA. So I just, uh, oh. quit my job and just did it. I wasn't even sure if it was going to like pan out or not, <laughs> but I just quit my job and went to California and, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it worked out, you know, perfect. You know, we were, we were killing it for, 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 wow. you know, four awesome. years until the wheels fell off. <laughs> I've been watching, you know, the YouTube videos, you know, back in the, you know, I mean, you do this amazing, I, I was reading something, they quote you as, uh, you, you do magical shows, you know, when you, when you spin. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you do, a, like, you, you work with fire. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, it's I mean. all like, you know, it's, it's all like, a, you know, part of the show. I was the first DJ to ever perform at the uh, main palace in the Magic Castle in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, uh I was part of Magic versus Science, which is like this, it's almost like a play of mm-hmm. like magicians and, uh, dancers. And it was all in the Magic Castle and people like Marilyn Manson have been a part of it and other, yeah. other magicians. And I got to be, uh, I did, uh, 21 shows in seven days there and they were all packed houses. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, they really put me through magic boot camp while I was there. Like I got the job because I was already kind of dabbling in magic and I had a residency in, yeah, I had a residency. Well, I I dabbled in magic all my life, but I got serious, I'd say around 2010. Uh And then in 2011, I had got a residency DJing every Tuesday and Wednesday in Las Vegas at the Palms Casino. Mm -hmm. And in Vegas, they're just like, you know, that's where all the, I was, I was rubbing elbows with Chris Angel and, you know, uh, Jeff McBride and, uh, cool. Rudy Kobe and, uh, all these, all these famous magicians. And, and, uh, they were just intrigued that I was doing, you know, what would be considered old tricks to them. But the fact that I was doing them with records, uh-huh. they thought that that was kind of cool. So people were like, oh, well, you should try this. Oh, well, you should try that. And then I like kind of, you know, built up from there and then when I got you know that that was enough to get me uh uh the job for yeah. the magic versus science that had it like you know and then when I did that that's when they just put me through magic boot camp it was like no not good enough you must do this you must <laughs> do that and uh and then uh had me you know disappearing through uh, secret doors and stuff in the Magic Castle. I don't know if I should be telling y'all all that behind the scenes stuff, but it was cool. No, that's I'd cool. Up in no, the I, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, they also called you the Sid Vicious of DJs. Um, do, you, do you have any any uh, favorites, um, any inspira- musical, who are your, some of your musical inspiration, uh, whether they're DJs or band members, musicians? You might, I, I know. Well, I have a lot. Like you know, we all have a lot. But if you had to, like, um, if you had there's to, thousands, yeah. literally, little yeah. bit of everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I take inspiration from. I take inspiration from, you know, from, you know, maybe like somebody who's just terrible, but it uh-huh. inspires me because I'm like, oh, well, they should have did it this way, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I, you know, 
it's just, you can take inspiration from just about anything, you know, if you uh, if you're uh, uh, open minded or, or or looking for inspiration, you know. Yeah, you know, um, when I first saw you, I, I I thought, oh wow, he's dark. You know, he has, you have that dark. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure many people tell you, you know, you have that dark allurance. You know, you're. Uh, have you ever anybody told you that before? You, I mean, even your name, DJ Swamp. You know, nah, never. <laughs> nah, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I've got, I've gotten that, but uh, uh, you know, it's not. It's uh, that's just kind of like hip hop. I was into. Yeah, I'm no different than like Bone Thugs and Harmony. I right, came right. up with those dudes uh-huh. like in Cleveland. I was in a group with Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. I used to DJ for this guy named Kate Chill. Mm-hmm. And Lazy Bone was our hype man. I knew all of Bone before, uh, before, like two or three years before they uh, came out with uh, Creeping on a Come Up, when yeah. they were still Bone Enterprise, before they became Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, and I mean, you know, I don't feel like I'm any darker than them. But they don't, you yeah. know, people might not consider them that dark, you know, but um, probably so, uh, just that how, how did you Cleveland, come up? Lake Erie thing. <laughs> yeah, so how did you come up with, with with your name? How did you get your DJ name? I dyed my hair green, and uh, my grandmother said I looked like a swamp monster, so I just <laughs> rolled with it. You know, and by the way, I I really like the, the the DJ Swamp Converse. Is that still around? The shoes? Uh, yeah, you can probably get those at the app still. That's oh, is that still around? In, uh, L.A. They moved. They moved. Uh, they, they moved. I think they're still around, but they moved. But uh, yeah, you can still get some. I was wanting to see if that's still around. It's still available to buy. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. It's a contract to have. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, the Ave in uh, Los Angeles. They uh, yeah, they do that. Yeah. So um, you're gonna be spinning this coming Saturday, right here in Hawaii. Uh, February 22nd yep. at the Downbeat Lounge, 42 North Hotel Street, starting at 8 p.m., 21 and over event. Big shout-out to DJ Bone, God Rise Show, KTOH. Big shout-out to him. Thank you so much, Bone. And we also got DJ Sajika, who's going to be spinning with you. Uh, MC Enemy, DJ Technique, big shout-out to him. Paco, Night Marcher. Um, and tickets are available at eventbrite.com for more details on that. Are, are you excited? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be I, mean, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. It's been a long time since I've been to Oahu. I've been to Maui a yeah. bunch of times lately, which is weird because, like, when I first started coming to Hawaii, I was only playing Oahu. And uh-huh. uh, then I played Maui once, and it just didn't seem like I was going to play there again. I was like, well, at least I got to play there once. And then, uh, like, 10 years later, then I got booked, and then I was playing, played, like, four fourth of july like four years in a row in maui and uh then i played there again last june and mm-hmm. uh people said you'd never get to play Kauai, and then i got to play Kauai back in june i'm going back uh to Kauai as well like a uh, week after the uh honolulu show coming up this saturday so i play Kauai on the 28th and then for the first time ever I'm gonna play uh, the Big Island. I've never been to the Big Island before, but I'm gonna be playing in Kona mm-hmm. uh, or around Kona or somewhere like that on uh, February 29th. So on leap year, I get to leap over to the Big Island. Oh, that's cool. 
So do, do you have a favorite um, turntable type of brand names, or do you have any favorite kind of uh, DJ equipment that you like to use? Favorite, you know, for, for your... For your uh, I mean, yeah, i got all kinds of equipment. It's yeah. just uh, certain things, you know, mm-hmm. you want to use for certain things. You know, like if I'm on the radio, you know, I might mess with Serato or something. But yeah, if yeah, I'm, yeah. like, performing live, I like to use real vinyl. And if it's, like, you know, uh, uh, in the studio, I might want to... Um, uh, I don't know, you know, just use whatever, you know, is right for the song. And, uh, cool. You know, I'm always buying new equipment, always trying new equipment, but mm-hmm. I always keep, you know, my roots, you know, like that, that, that old school, you know, turntable vinyl and a mixer, you know, I, right, I, right, I'm not right. about to give up on my roots, you know, like basically like, you cool. know, the same equipment I was all like, you know, uh, drooling over in the eighties. Is the same equipment I I, I use now. <laughs> wow, no, that's cool. That I was, you know, I, I'm sure many people, you know, they they want to know like how did do you have any recommendation for for like a young DJ that wants to like be a scratcher DJ, you know, any uh, recommendation or you know somebody who wants to be like like DJ Swamp? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, some, sometimes you know I put it out there, you know, what, oh, you should do this, you should do that. And that'd be the total wrong thing to be telling people. So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I don't sit there and preach. I'm not a teacher. I'm more like, you know, I'm still a student myself, still learning the game and still, you know, trying to stay relevant, still trying to, you know, invent new things, mm-hmm. still trying to figure out, you know, uh, what's cool and what's not cool. Cause it changes every, you know, few months. Right, you know, right. I could tell you, oh, well, you should do, you should go to this website and you should study this. And then da, 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 three months later, that, that, that information is completely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's always changing. It's always changing. Just, you know, I don't know. Just try to have fun. That's the best advice I can give you. Have fun. If you ain't having fun, it ain't worth it. I have fun. I've been having fun for the last 25 years, you know, and that's right, right. the main thing that's keeping me going, you know. And, and, you know, you were also, um, you know, tell us about your 3D video scratching. You know, your 3D vi- music video. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I was the first one to do that. I uh, came out with uh, three or came out with like five 3D music videos. Because when Avatar movie came out, I thought, oh, everybody's going to, this is the logical next progression. Everybody's going to be all 3D phones, 3D TVs at home and this and that. So I uh, started making 3D music videos, like, for my song. My first one was Club Thrashing, and then I did Feet the Flesh. Uh-huh. Uh, I did Leaders Will Follow. And when I did the Leaders Will Follow, that was the first time I was able to figure out how to do 3D video scratching. Like, video scratching's been around for a while, but 3D video scratching, when you put the red and blue 3D glasses on and the video is, like, moving in 3D, Wow. scratching mm-hmm. i was like holy shit i fucking did it and then cool. we had a, a premiere for we had a, a premiere party for my piece of flesh music video in downtown la at an art gallery where everybody who uh paid admission got 3d glasses mm-hmm. and so everybody there had 3d glasses so i did a short little performance for like 15 minutes too and demonstrated live video scratching so like Everybody, like, you know, seeing the screen is like a pyramid, like, hovering over my head, like, twisting and 
turning while I'm scratching and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, scratching all kinds of other 3D footage and stuff. And yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was a, that was a first, you know? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, I'm not saying like anybody else would have ever, you know, somebody else would have figured it out or something or this and that. It's just kind of like, I've been fortunate enough to kind of like ride the wave of what's next with a lot of things, you know, like I invented the skip proof scratch tools. Like I'm not saying yeah, like you yeah. know, now everybody, everybody does that now. Like any battle record scratch tool you buy now, it's, mm-hmm. it's used that formula that I started in 1996. And, uh, you know, I had the idea for years, like probably since like 1989. It wasn't until 1996 when I finally came out with something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it took some years before people really understood what it was. And then everybody bit it. Now it's like just like a standard, you know. But mm-hmm. it's not like somebody else wouldn't have thought of it too eventually. But I was fortunate enough to be the first on that one, you know. Yeah, it's been a lot of firsts for me. Like even like when I was in the DMC, yeah. I kind of would see like I was watching the contests every year. And I was always thinking of new shit that nobody had ever done before. But then somebody would do it. Like, they would be like, ah, somebody beat me to it. Ah, somebody beat me to do it. Then I was just kind of like, all right, I just got to, like, everything that I've thought of that nobody's done before, I'm going to do it this year in 1996 or whatever. So, like, if somebody was, like, beat juggling with one record going forward and another one going backwards, I had to beat juggle with both records in reverse. Wow. Somebody was turning around while they're, like, uh, ping-ponging. I had to do it with one hand. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, somebody was... uh. I don't know. You just everything, you know. I just tried to like, you gotta one up it or be the first to take it to that next level or whatever. Wow. And uh, that was That's awesome. That was my uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I was fortunate that it was in San Francisco, which was like the mecca of DJs at that time, where they really understood it and got it, and it worked there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If it would have been anywhere else, the project would have all that would have just went over people's heads anyway. You know, sometimes you. You uh, you go too far, and uh, they don't get it anyway. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, we are we are looking forward to, to your show this Saturday. Really excited. Um, cool. February twenty second right this on. Saturday in Hawaii at Downbeat Lounge, um, forty two North Hotel yep. Street. Uh, do you have any plans in Hawaii? That's I mean, wh- what do you want to do in Hawaii when you get here? You have any? Uh, oh, I'm gonna be. Northland, I always go Northland. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be in the water like at least twice a day. That's just you know, awesome. That's just how the you know swamp swamp gotta stay swampy, you know, and be in that water. So. <laughs> Is it like a swampy water or gotta, more like the more like the beach? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm really excited. Probably so. the beachy water, unless there's a waterfall <laughs> by that swampiness. If there's a waterfall by the swampiness, I'll brave uh-huh. it. But uh, everybody out there. Follow me on Twitter.com, DJ Swamp, mm-hmm. Instagram.com, uh, forward slash real DJ Swamp, uh, Facebook, DJ Swamp, uh, YouTube.com, forward slash DJ Swamp TV, uh, SoundCloud.com, forward slash DJ Swamp, and uh, DJ Swamp.com. All right. Well, we're excited. Uh, big shout out again to God Rice, the God Rice Show with DJ Bone, KTUH. Thank you so much. And yeah. uh, I will see you Saturday. Everybody come out to the show. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Eventbrite.com, right? Eventbrite.com. 
and then search for uh, uh, DJ Swamp performing live in yep. Honolulu. All right. All right. Well, thank you so right, much. Are you going to play some of my music on your show? I, I sure will. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'll see you Saturday. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Don't you wanna go? Wanna go? My Everyone must be numbered.